can I do it on my own or do I need to outsource it? Because if you're motivated to get started with writing on your own and then you find yourself not publishing any content for a three-month gap, you're going to lose any and all momentum that you have. Before we get into today's episode, are you a fix and flipper who needs some money? You need to maybe do more deals and you're limited by the funds you have available. Well then, Fund That Flip, today's best ever sponsor, has a solution for you. And you know Fund That Flip, right? Your loyal best ever listener, the founder, Matt Rodak, he's been on the show multiple times and they have been a previous sponsor and they love working with the best ever listeners and they provide short-term fix and flip loans to experienced investors. They've got an online platform, makes the entire process super easy and you can get funded in as few as seven days. So if you're looking for a reliable funding partner, go to fundthatflip.com and mention that, well, you heard about it on the Best Ever Show. Best Ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today. Chris Kraft, how you doing, my friend? I am doing well, Joe. Nice to be with you today. Yeah, nice to have you on the show. And a little bit about Chris. He is the founder of content creation agency Now Media, spelled N-A-O Media. He is the author of The Foundation, Branding for Successful Real Estate Professionals. He helps real estate professionals brand themselves through written content. He is a real estate marketing and content expert based in Hotlanta, Georgia. With that being said, Chris, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus? Yes, definitely. Well, first and foremost, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Everyone knows that about me. Now your listeners know I've been in content marketing since 2010 with the launch of Now Media. Interesting thing about Now Media is the first three letters of our oldest daughter's name, Naomi. (laughs) So when she was two, I asked her if I could borrow the first three letters of her name to start a company. And she said, yes. And history's been made ever since. Did she negotiate an equity agreement with you? (laughs) I I think she's in good position for that. Okay, there it is. (laughs) But I'm two times published in terms of being an author. The first book that I wrote was published in 2013. It's called Open Routine, The Four Components of Personal Branding Excellence. And now I've taken that personal branding niche and hyper-focused it on real estate with the second book that you mentioned, The Foundation. Got it. Okay. So let's talk about branding ourselves as real estate professionals. And before we get into the specifics, why should we care about this as real estate professionals? Because anytime you leave your home or the four walls of your office, you're presenting your brand to the world without you wanting to do so or not. Anytime you present yourself, whether it's to the teller at a checkout line or to a prospect that you're trying to help sell a home to them, your brand is on display. So it's one of those ingrained things. It's your God-given identity put on display and you can't avoid it. That's why I harp on it so much because every single one of us have a brand, whether we like it or not. That is very true. We do have a brand, whether we like it or not. It's just, are we thoughtful about it and our approach to make sure that we are really presenting what is truly authentic to ourselves and putting ourselves in the brand in the best light. So how do we do that? You hit the nail on the head, Joe. The way you do that in human terms is being comfortable with yourself and being truly authentic. And you hit the nail on the head with that word authentic. People who are transparent, and I'm not saying transparent to a fault, but people who 
put themselves on display in a way that people can know more about you, more than the person who's trying to do business with you, the more comfortable they are with you. So I like to focus on web presence. So the first way to start that is with your web presence, right? And not giving people a canned representation of you. Taking the time to really write a good bio for your static about me page, taking the time to really bring yourself through social media by letting people know more about you than just your listings. And then also taking the next step and putting out helpful content to people that lets people know that you have domain knowledge and you're an authority on a specific niche within the real estate industry. So how do we go about writing the content? What are some tips that you have? Can I be transparent right here, first and foremost? Well, I hope you're transparent all the time, baby. <laughs> 95% of agents don't have time to write their own content. And I'm just upfront. And that's why my agency does so well. Because I put it out there, like one of my best and most traffic blog posts is stop blogging, let me do it. And that's just not to be overly salesy. It's just the reality. If you're not out there trying to create deals then your business won't go. And I think many of us can agree with that. But if you are in that 5% of the people who are able to do their own content, start by doing a brain dump, seeing who you are. I would say concentrate 20% of your content on letting people know who you are and the how unique you are and your value prop. And then do the remaining 80% on being helpful with people who are looking to buy or sell within your specific neighborhoods that you cover. And I say the first place to start is to do a topic dump. That's always where I start after I engage a client. I get specific keywords from them and get a sense of their voice. And that's a whole, I'll say with air quotes, patented process that we have to nail the voice of our clients. But after all that's done, we literally do a topic dump and we take these topics back to the client to have them pre-approved. So if you're writing for yourself, sit down, block out a good 30 minutes to an hour and write down, even if it's in bullet points, the type of topics that you will want to cover with that 80-20 split that I gave you just a second ago. How do you nail the voice? That's a tough one. And I'm not asking to learn the proprietary process you work with your clients. I'm asking for the 5% of best ever listeners or investors who want to create their own content. They have a personality and then they write and it's just blah. You know, it's just like normal stuff. They're not capturing their voice. How can they do that? We've even seen in popular media that. AP style writing is still very important. You want to spell things correctly. You want your grammar to be somewhat good. But you can mix in a y'all every once in a while. You can mix in an ain't. So for the people who have trouble writing, I really recommend recording yourself, especially if you're an audible learner. Record yourself. You don't necessarily need to have one of the dictation softwares because those things are kind of hokey. But if you listen to yourself, and then if you take the audio of that and repurpose it into written content, that's a really good hack for people. In fact, a lot of the podcasts that I appear on, I have them transcribe. And even your best transcription service, sometimes they try to turn the transcription into AP style writing and it just doesn't feel human. It doesn't read human. So just let your personality flow through your writing by writing how you speak. I like that. That's a very practical tip that 
we can implement if we're looking to create content for the first time, we're not sure how to write, what type of angle to take, just talk, record ourselves, and then use that as the fodder for your first article. Exactly. And, and our agency doesn't focus on video, but that's the appeal of video. And that's why people really like it. It's unfiltered. The best video is unscripted. If you have a general outline of the points you want to cover, but it also appeals to more than one sense. But you can kind of replicate that through written content by just writing like how you speak. Mm-hmm. What are some other content tips that you can share with us? Content's like a product. You can't just put it on the shelf and expect people to come. So you have to ignite your content. That's a term that I borrowed from my good friend, Mark Schaefer, a really awesome content marketer. You have to ignite your content by sharing it through social, especially if you have evergreen content. And that's content that stays relevant for a long period of time. Honestly, a lot of my most popular posts that I've written are two, three years aged, and they're still relevant. So how do you do that with things like IFTTT, which is if this, then that, IFTTT.com, you can basically take one blog post and share it to several social media platforms that, that you have a presence on, on a consistent frequency. And that gets it out there. It gets more people to see your content and is the hub and spoke model. It drives people back to your hub through those social channels afforded to you and your hub being your website. So that's the main tip I would say for after the content's written and published, make sure you ignite it because you can't depend on Google to index your blog post for you and for you to be instantly number one with that specific piece of content. So you have to force the action. So you sign up for a website like IFTTT. It links to all of your social media accounts, and it sends out the content. So that is a tactic that we can implement, and then it is working for us on our behalf. What are some other ways to share or ignite the content? I'm a big fan of repurposing. So everyone loves the idea of having an email list, but they don't send information out to their email list unless they have just think that there's something absolutely new that they need to share. Well, the reality is every single piece of content that you write in some way, shape or form needs to go out to your list. So repurpose, and I do it one of two ways. I kind of mix up the strategy. I either send a quick update to my email list and linking back to the content or sometimes my specific members of my list love long-form content directly in the email, and I will repurpose the entire copy inside the body of an email. And still at the end and within the body of the email, offer key calls to actions to drive them to specific pages that trying to send traffic to for inbound marketing purposes. But that's the other thing. Do not sit on the content with it just being on your blog or your website, get it out through your email list as well. That will be my number two tactic that agents could use and investors as well. As far as your email list, any suggestions for which email platform to use? Yes, I am a big fan of ConvertKit. The reason why, and that's convertkit.com. The reason why is because you're able to organize your lists into subgroups under each list And then also they have these really cool 
links that you can put into your emails and it tracks the people who clicks those links and it'll drive people who click into another more targeted group for really specific marketing because you don't want to be that marketer that sends every single email to every single person on your email list. You want to have your list segmented so that you can contact specific people with the type of content that you know that they will like. And it's really fairly priced too. And it scales with the size of your email list. Yeah, I have MailChimp and same pricing model. It's free at first. And then as you get more and more subscribers, it just costs you a little bit more every month, but it's very reasonable. MailChimp's here in Atlanta. They're excellent as well. I will say those two, ConvertKit and MailChimp are really awesome. What is your best advice ever for real estate investors who want to brand themselves through content? The number one thing is make the decision Can I do it on my own or do I need to outsource it? That's number one, because if you're motivated to get started with writing on your own and then you find yourself not publishing any content for a three month gap, you're going to lose any and all momentum that you have. Now, if you're the type of person that blogs in concert with other strategies, say like podcasting or video, then, hey, you know, that's your strategy. So I would say, number one, make that decision. Number two would be to write content that's able to be ranked. And gone are the days that you can write a 200-word piece and Google gives you a good amount of juice behind that. You have to write things with a little bit of meat to them. So if you're going to write, try to commit to at least 500 words of a rich content that has a fair amount of keyword density. And what that means is know beforehand which keyword you want to rank for and put that keyword inside your content tastefully throughout the content. So those will be my top two things. One, make the decision on if you really can do it. And then two, write meaty content that people feel will be worthwhile to actually read. As far as knowing the keywords that we want to be ranked for, How do we determine that? A lot of it, especially in real estate, is really set up well for real estate. A lot of keywords that you want to rank for in real estate, they're geo-targeted. So more specific than just Austin, Los Angeles, Houston, real estate investor, get down to the specific neighborhoods, get down to subdivisions, get down to not really zip codes. No one searches Google by zip codes, but that's really your starter. Try to carve up the cities or towns that you are going after into specific neighborhoods and use those as the foundation of your long tail keywords. And when I say long tail keywords, I'm talking about keywords that are three to five words long and not just one to two words long. And if we are choosing to, regardless of if we have a partner like you and your company, or if we're choosing to do it on our own, should we identify those keywords and then attempt to incorporate in all the articles that make sense? That's exactly right. So that's actually step number one. So if you're working with an agency like me, the voice is important. So we actually take two to three weeks to nail the voice and we turn content into the treat the client like the editor-in-chief. We send two to three weeks worth of content just for heavy redlining, just to nail the voice. If you're that 5% and you're writing on your own, you should be able to come upon your voice 
a lot quicker than that. So after voice, those keywords must be, and I would say 80 to 85% of your content, you will want to have a keyword in the background being the motivation or what you're trying to drive traffic through when people search. The remaining 15% could just be personality driven. It could be something about your kids. If you're a parent, it could be something that just adds color and context to you as a person. Okay. Good to know. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Oh, I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. You want to get better at negotiating real estate? Well, how about do you want to get better at negotiating real estate for free? Even better, right? Well, go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Fund That Flip, today's sponsor, has partnered with best-selling author Jay Scott to provide you with a free chapter from Jay's new book on negotiating real estate. I've read the book. Lots of good real-world case studies sprinkled in there too. I love it when they do that. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever to download your free copy of the chapter today. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high-income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. That's thecorporateinvestor.com. Best ever book you've read? Oh, wow. That's a good one. I would have to say the Bible. It's my center. It's the light that's in my life, and it's the truth. So that's my best ever book. Now, if we want to go to best ever marketing book, I'll have to go with one of Mark Schaefer's books, The Content Code. What's the best ever case study that you've done? The best ever case study that I've done? Definitely at the end of the year, I do a survey to all the people on my list. And I also go outside and do research on what's the upcoming digital marketing trends for the upcoming year. So I did it at the end of 2015 and I did it at the end of 2016. And I turned those findings into a one-pager PDF and people just love it. They eat it up every single time I come out with it at the end of each year. And it's for the following year. In fact, you can grab my 2017 one at craftrights.com. Dot com that's c r a f t w r i t e s dot com forward slash marketing what's a mistake you've made in business oh this is an easy one i'm an awareness content creator now so my team we write content for people to express their domain knowledge and for them to write content that allows people to learn from them the biggest mistake i used to make would be to make promises on page rank based on the content that we were right for people. Not that our content's not SEO centered or SEO driven. That's definitely part of our process, but there's no way that you could predict, especially with the changing of search algorithms. So that's the biggest mistake I used to make is putting too much weight into SEO in the services that we will sell. And we've since pivoted from that and our business has definitely benefited ever since then. Best ever way you like to give back? Definitely with my time and serving in the community. And then also with the money that the Lord has blessed me with, I definitely give back to 
faith-based causes and also community causes with every single dollar that I earn as an individual and every single dollar that now media earns, the first fruits are going to community efforts that help people who are in need. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you or your company? Shoot me an email at chris at nowmedia.co. That's N-A-O-M-E-D-I-A dot C-O. I love to engage on Twitter and you can find me on Twitter at CraftWrites. And then also, if you just want to read some of my writing, you could go to craftwrites.com. And if you just want to learn more about the agency, you could go to nowmedia.co. Outstanding. Well, Chris, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for sharing the content marketing tips that you've walked us through from igniting your content using some platforms or some services like the IFTTT, right? If this, then that, right? IFTTT com to being consistent and identifying it really is a very important question are you going to do it are you going to have someone else do it either way make sure that it's consistent because that's the key to ranking over a long period of time and being in this business for the long run is being consistent so set up yourself for success take whatever path works for you so that you will be consistent thanks for being on the show hope you have a best ever day chris and we'll talk to you soon Thank you, Joe. God bless. The Corporate Investor Podcast is geared towards successful corporate employees with high-income jobs looking to create a second stream of income. You'll hear from successful real estate investors on the show as they describe how they got started investing while working their full-time corporate job. Listen and subscribe at thecorporateinvestor.com. That's thecorporateinvestor.com.